Motor City, Mitten State, there's one thing to talk about. There's one thing. You all know what it is. There's plenty of things happening. There's one thing to talk about today, and that's the Detroit Lions. That's the Detroit Lions winning again. That's the Detroit Lions beating another, at the time, over 500 team. That's the Detroit Lions beating another team, fighting for their lives to get into the playoffs. That's the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell, winning another game on the road. That's the Detroit Lions winning a game that they've lost my entire 25-year existence. That's the Detroit Lions looking in the fucking mirror and going, look, this run's been great. The hype, the energy's awesome. We didn't come this far to lose now. That's the Detroit Lions and this regime taking a step, another step. We talked about how that Minnesota victory last week was a step. That win against the Jets at the Meadowlands was another step for the future of this football team. Forget today, for the future of this football team, you've got to be feeling absolutely out of your shoes right now. And we've still got a season in front of us. Fucking Christmas is this weekend and the Lions got a big time game. What? That's priceless. That is priceless. What did I say when I left the pod last week? What did I say? I took us all through a deep breath, right? About a minute. Everybody just decompress. Forget about whatever your problems are. Forget about what's going on in your relationships. Forget about work. Forget about what you're eating for dinner. Forget about it all. Just take a moment And soak in the fact that the Detroit Lions played that game against the Jets Sunday. The Detroit Lions in the month of December were in a game where it was must win. We're in a game that everybody was glued to. We're in a game that they absolutely had to have. And they went out and they fucking got it? Are you kidding me? 25 years, that game, they lose every single time. And you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. It's not just the spot. It's not just how big that game was going in. It's Zach Wilson throwing literal sidewinders that somehow New York Jets come with, come down with for first downs. It's Zach Wilson jumping and throwing it, and it somehow works. It's Zach Wilson launching a football 50 feet into the air, and somehow the guy in green comes down with it. There was shit happening, them making that play all the way down the middle at the end to get set up with one second for a field goal. There was shit going on where it was like, oh, my God, this is one of those games. This is one of those games. They're not going to beat us because they're better. They're just it's what they're just supposed to beat us. We're the Detroit Lions. We forgot almost for a second there. We forgot. This is why we're going to lose. This is why Zach Wilson throws it four yards and they somehow pick up third and 11. This is how it goes. This is just it. Oh, of course, 58-yard field goal. Of course, this is a field goal Greg Joseph makes because the other guys are wearing blue and silver. It felt like we were headed down that road. And I swear to God, we took a couple steps down it. I swear to God, someone eventually was like, oh, shit, guys. I think this is the wrong way. We better turn back and get back to the trailhead before it starts to get dark. Somebody made that move. Somebody pulled out the map. They weren't too big. Nobody's got reception. You're hiking trails. Of course, nobody's got reception. Somebody pulled the map out and did the work and said, we got to go back. This isn't, trust me, guys, we got to go back. And it fucking worked out. I've seen that game so many times in my life. And every time I do, I end up sad. The Lions lose, and I'm sitting there going, what the fuck about everything? About me, about the team, about the franchise, about the coaches, the players, all of that. About the fact that how? 
how statistics, the infinity theory, everything, everywhere, all at once. I am just, I'm SpongeBob where they're just getting all the files. That's me in my brain. Every decision I've ever made in my life. I'm like, what? How does that work? Every time I've seen that game, it ends like that. And these guys, they didn't play their best football Sunday. Everybody would admit that. The offense kind of struggled, and they've been the crutch we've leaned on for pretty much the entire season. Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell made a couple big plays as far as calling timeouts, as far as not calling timeouts, as far as kicking it when he should, as far as going for it when he should. Ben Johnson delivered when it counted, right? That Jets defense, it's a tough cookie to crack. We struggled to crack it all day long, but when we absolutely needed to, when we just needed a little fucking break, just a little seam to get a little leverage and pop that thing open, he came up with the Brock Wright, hey, dude, fucking get yourself an Academy Award and sell this block. And after a couple seconds, when you can just feel that nobody in the world's paying attention to you, just leak out to the left and uh, Jared Goff will put it right in your breadbasket. All we need is about a yard, maybe two. And if anything else happens, that'd be great. Brock Wright streaking down the sidelines. Nobody in a green jersey within 20 yards of him. One little cut into the end zone. Lions take the lead with under two minutes left. That was a Matthew Stafford era drive. I was just people making plays when we fucking needed it. Similar to the Vikings last week. Played a much better game against the Vikings last week. But similar to that, when we fucking needed something. We just needed a little creativity. We needed somebody to do something. We got it. In the critical moment, the critical time, we got it. That means something. Yeah. Ideally, the Lions go to the Meadowlands, hang up 40 and we're all asleep by halftime. It's a fucking. It's easy. Uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. I hope we hang out fifty on everybody we play. That's not the case. Not in the NFL. The great teams, and I'm not saying the Lions are great. We still got a long way to go. But throughout history in sports, the great teams they just figure out ways to get it done. Think about all of your favorite teams in your rooting interest lives whether it's your favorite college team, whether it's the Red Wings back in the day, the Tigers, even though they never truly got it all the way done, they had that feeling that the 2010-2015 Tigers, the going-to-work Pistons, the great teams, they just find ways. It may not be pretty, may not be the best statistical output. Yeah, they didn't play so great. Whatever the case is, they just, when it they fucking have to have it, they do something right and it works out and they win the game. The Detroit Lions did that. That's crazy that I just said that. Do you, do you hear me? Do you hear me? The Detroit Lions, the, our Lions, the, the team we've watched our entire lives, they're the ones who have that weird gene that you can't quite put your finger on it where you just find a way. They're the ones that have that. When the hell has that ever happened before? When the hell has that ever happened, dude? It's a nuts feeling. The Lions are the ones. Listen, Cassius Winston, those MSU teams, they had it. I was up whenever I'd watch them, I'd be like, yeah, they're gonna somehow we're gonna win. 2015, MSU, we're gonna just somehow we're gonna win. I'm sure Michigan football fans right now, just yeah, they'll they'll figure it out. Some they're gonna win the game. I don't know how exactly. It doesn't look the best right now, but they'll win the game. Think about your favorite teams throughout your lives. 
They have that. The Detroit Lions, the 7-7, seven and seven, I don't mind saying it, second in the division, Detroit Lions, they have that thing. And they got to do it three more times, right? We're not celebrating and hanging banners just for getting to week whatever it is at 7-7, seven and seven, 15, 16, I don't even know. We're not hanging a banner for that. You're not going to go down in the history books because, hey, they were 7-7. Seven and seven. No, there's still work to be done, but you have to feel good. And that's the entire thing. That's my entire ethos throughout this little run we've had at the end of the year. I guess second half, really. I mean, that's what it's been, the second half of the season. More so, just enjoy it. Just soak it in. Yes, let's go Christmas Eve. We should beat the Panthers. They're a bad fucking football team. We're a pretty good football team. Nobody in Carolina cares about the Panther season. It's Christmas Eve. People got shit to do. Let's go to Carolina. Let's beat a team that we should beat. And then we got the, there's still some things to do. And we absolutely are focused. And if you don't think I'm going to be running forties around my family room on Christmas Eve morning, you're out of your mind. I mean, we're all going to be wired for that football game right now, as it stands, just take a moment and don't forget, don't forget how good it's been the last seven games. This team started out one and six, and they're six and one in the last seven. Week over week, momentum is just compounding. Every single time they play, I think I speak for us all when I say you grow in confidence in the team. Like even though that Jets game wasn't the best game, just the fact that they won, I feel better now than I did even after the Vikings. I do. I do. Just grittiness. Like not to quote the guy or be super cliche, but for real, what's the other? What's the word for it? Toughness? Hanging in there, resilience. Like having that, you gotta have that. And Zach Wilson stinks. Right. I don't want to. That guy's not good, and that helped us out undoubtedly. But the Jets got a pretty good fucking defense. Listen, the Jets were seven and six. They're seven and seven right now. They won seven games the same as us. They may have done it in a different order, but they've won seven games. They got a damn good defense. That's why they win their games. Typically, we win ours because we got a damn good offense. They got a damn good defense, and our offense didn't light them up, but they found ways to get it done when they needed to. And on the flip side, Zach Wilson, I just said it. Guy stinks. They hung up 17 on us. All right. They're going to give up points. Again, it's the NFL. That's just the way it goes. They've got professionals too. Zach Wilson was taken, I think, second overall, right, for a reason. He made some nice throws, even though I think he stinks. He made some nice throws. I mean, Garrett Wilson had a big day. Someone was throwing it to him. But the defense only needed stops. They got him. When Zach Wilson made putrid, putrid mistakes. I mean, that interception, I think it was Jerry Jacobs, that interception – when he threw the ball, I thought he was throwing it out of bounds. I was like, oh, there goes the throwaway. And I just see Jerry Jacobs parked underneath. What the hell was that throw, Zach Wilson, when he made the putrid mistakes, the puke-worthy, you-don't-even-want-to-eat-lunch-today mistakes? The Lions capitalized. That means something. That's the sign of a good defense. You may not put up zeros every week. When the other team fucks up, do you take advantage? I'll take that. That is a critical trait to have in any unit. Khalif Raymond and the punt return team, They feel. I feel like – the fucking NFL season so long, and these two teams are so different, the first half versus the last half. I'll be honest with you. I don't really remember what our punt return team was doing at the beginning of the year. That one and six stretch, was Khalif Raymond still popping when he got the ball in his hands? I don't remember. 
he might have been and it might have just been we're losing so who gives a fuck could possibly could very well be the case but dude this six and one stretch i notice it khalif raymond once a game it feels like pops one and it might not be a house call but he'll pick up 20 yards it's like a jolt of energy flips the field position a little bit offense might be struggling hey you know what start this drive from the 50 that's a little boost it feels like he's been pretty dynamic when he gets the ball. And that was a bad punt. And like I said, Dan Campbell made a good decision to go for it on that fourth and one because we didn't come this far to lose now. A. B, the offensive line is the strength of our team. Fucking run it down their throats. And I do think Jamal should have gone in. He he went outside. The hole was right up the middle. If he goes right off the center's ass, I think he gets in. He kind of hesitated and looked outside and it cost them. I don't know what that was. But the call was good. And if you don't get it like we didn't, the Jets are at their one-yard line. We almost safety them. They got to punt it. The dude takes one step. It's a brutal punt. Khalif Raymond gets it. Nobody's around them. It's a fucking touchdown, just like that. Offense doesn't need to go out there. Take a load off, guys. Get out of your own heads. We'll pick you up a bit. You guys are struggling. Hey, we'll get you some points anyway. We'll figure something else out. Everybody feels better after a punt return. That's that's why special teams is so critical. You get a big play, obviously a touchdown's huge, but despite scoring touchdowns, you get a big return, 15, 20, 30 yards. Everybody feels a little bit better. Offensive lines running running out there, the quarterback's clapping his hands, fucking running backs all there, popping his own pad, just itching to hit somebody. Everybody feels pretty good about a big special teams play. And Khalif Raymond has been showing up consistently as of late for the Cats. It's a big, it's a big addition, especially. In games like the Jets where, yeah, it was early, but the offense is kind of struggling. It might not be their day. I don't know. I don't know if we get to 20 points without any extra help, maybe a defensive score or whatever the case is. And when you, did, when you needed something, and again, coming back to that same theme, when an opportunity presented itself, they're backed up. Their punter is not the best. He kicks it right to you. It's low. There's not enough hang time for the defenders to get near you. And you got it at the 50-yard line with nobody around. That's a pretty good opportunity, and we've taken advantage of him. Shout out to Khalif Raymond, dude. Maybe I know he got the game ball, um, but maybe like the unsung hero of this run because everybody, we praise the O-line, been praising Ben Johnson, praising Goff, praising the defense, really everybody. I mean, rightfully so. Everybody's being praised. Khalif Raymond has been sneaky, very good, and has come up in big situations, it feels like, this entire run. So shout out to him. Just feels damn good, dude. It feels damn good. I'm drinking water. Sorry. It feels damn good. Both the water and the Lions playing well. The Lions winning games that they should. The Lions being that team that just, I don't know, figures it out, I guess. The Lions having an offensive coordinator that when the chips are down, it feels like we can count on. The Lions having a head coach that those guys would take a goddamn knife for. Maybe not, but you get what I'm saying. Feels good. And everything we want still ahead. These three games are so winnable. It's so doable. It's two teams we've beaten already. And another bad one. Nobody in the NFL feels as good as this team does right now. Even the other ones, even the Birds, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Niners, all these other teams, the Bengals, 
yeah, they're feeling good, but they're not feeling redemption arc good. They're not feeling our backs were against the wall good. They're not feeling everybody counted us the fuck out good. They don't feel like that. They were all supposed to be here. It's been like this all year. They've been cruising along, having a jolly old time. They weren't in the fucking trenches where these guys were. They weren't getting berated by the media like these guys were. They weren't hearing shit about their franchise and how it's never worked out and how it'll never work out. They didn't play in a place like Detroit. They didn't have to deal with all the backlash for a team that's done nothing but lose. All the backlash you get for losing here. And they looked around, made one change. Aubrey Pleasant, thank you for your service. You're not needed any longer. They made one change. They looked around. They said, we know we got what it takes. We know we're the guys to do the job. We just got to go do it. And by golly, they did it. They've done it up until to this point. Will they finish the job? Will they take this thing the fucking distance and put an exclamation point on it? I hope so. I think they can. I think they will. How am I supposed to say that they won't? I think they will. We just beat the Jets on the road. What, I'm going to pick us pick against the Panthers? What, the, we can't beat Sam Darnold? Is that who plays quarterback for him? Is that it? Is that what I'm supposed to do? Come on, bro. The Panthers traded away Christian McCaffrey. The Panthers are done. They fired their coach. The Panthers want the first overall pick. They don't want to win football games. They're not capable of winning football games. We got an offensive line that's going to put those dudes through the fucking torture rack. Aiden Hutchinson. Listen, Sam Darnold talked about seeing ghosts that one year he played the Patriots. Aiden Hutchinson is going to have this dude seeing Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) God damn it. Freddy Krueger would have been better. Michael Myers would have been better. Shaun of the Dead. It's that Irish guy or English guy who it's like a comedy movie. Sam Darnold would be laughing if he saw Shaun of the Dead. Aiden Hutchinson is not going to elicit laughter. He's going to elicit tears, fear, horror, fucking trauma, dude. He's going to elicit those ghosts coming back in the worst way. Harry Potter, you thought he was tweaking when the Dementors came after him? Wait until Aiden Hutchinson successfully hits a swim move coming after Sam Darnold. Wait on that. James Houston, a revelation. How do you pick against the Lions? I don't think you can. This thing is fucking moving, man. It feels so good. I rewatched that Vikings game probably five times. I've rewatched the Jets game highlights, highlights, not the whole game. I've rewatched the Jets game three, three times. Might rip it again after this just for the hell of it. I, I can't get enough, dude. I can't get enough. And hey, I'll admit it. You Michigan fans are going to love to hear me say this. It couldn't come at a better time, right? With, I mean, the way state season went. The Lions having a triumphant second half quite literally couldn't have come at a better time. Maybe that's, you know, biasing me. Maybe that's juicing me up a little extra. Probably, probably a little bit, but I think that aside too, you can feel it in the air, dude. I hop on Twitter. I post these videos. I look at the pod. People are ready to fucking rally, dude. You know how bad we want to make the playoffs? People are ready to fucking celebrate. 
people want to say, we did it. The Lions fucking did it. People want to go in to a spring and a summer with the actual substantiated belief that the Detroit Lions are going to do pretty big things next year. They're going to have a pretty damn good year. We want to believe that we finally fucking found the right head coach and general manager. We want to finally believe that, hey, man, this thing's going to change. This thing's going to turn around. We want it so bad. And as close as it feels right now, even here, you might say. And as good as it's been, as fun as it's been, as different as it's been. Get there. Get to the fucking finish line. Because people will still feel good. If we miss the playoffs, people will still feel good going into next year. People still will be excited. I think everybody, no matter how these last three go, will be like, yes, Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes, we're riding with them. Let's see what they can fucking do. No matter how the last three play out, people will leave this season with a good taste in their mouth regarding the Detroit Lions and welcoming optimism and hope going into 2023, no matter how this thing ends. But my God, would it feel good to put a bow on it. And again, I said it last week, maybe it's the romantic in me, but the storybook aspect of this, it's building towards that. You got to resolve the plot. Screenwriting 101. You create some sort of tension. You need to resolve the tension. And in Hollywood endings, everybody likes a happy ending, especially when it's a downtrodden underdog who's never even sniffed success. Come on. Come on. That only ends one way. The Browns got their playoffs. They had their moment in the sun. Bring it to us. Bring it to Detroit now. It only makes sense. Hard knocks, the rookies, the new coach, just the caricature that Dan Campbell is. It all makes sense. It's been so long. The Red Wings are starting to come up. Pistons, I, I don't even know. I think they're starting to come up. Tigers, God forsaken. Right now, Detroit is on the come up. There's a resurgence. The city, people are talking about it. It's different down there. You can feel a fucking energy in the air. I cannot wait to go downtown when I'm home for Christmas. I can't wait to step foot down there. I can't wait to just see the people of Detroit. Put the fucking bow on it, dude. Let's get it done. Let's get it done, shall we? Shall we get it done? All right, let me take a quick break. We'll spend a couple more minutes talking about the Panthers game more specifically, and uh, we'll call it a day. Now look, the Panthers aren't going to be a rollover. It's the NFL for the millionth time. Nobody is. But this is a team the Cats should beat. Every single day of the week, this is a team the Lions should beat. Their thing, they got a pretty good defense, right? But I will say this, they're in the worst division in football. When they do play a high-powered offense, they kind of slip a little. They gave up 24 to the Steelers, the Seahawks 24. They play the Broncos, terrible offense, only 10. The Ravens, they held the 13. That's pretty impressive. Falcons, nothing special. They play the Bengals, they give up 42. The Falcons, the first time they play them, they give up 37. The Bucks are abysmal. The Rams are bad, and they gave up 24. Like, the Niners hung 37. Cardinals 26. 
They got a pretty good defense. We'll have to scheme up ways to get open. The offensive line's going to have to do what they've done all year. Or we'll have to implicate or implement our formula. Run the football, play action. Jared Goff, be safe. When guys are open, fucking hit them with the football. That's it. But it's a team that we should beat, undoubtedly. Sam Darnold. Similar to Zach Wilson, right? Has the potential. Guy can make throws. I've always kind of been, I've, I don't know if I've said it on here, but a little bit of a closeted Sam Darnold guy. I think he's kind of frisky, right? Terrible turnovers. Absolutely, he's not very safe with the football, but he makes some plays. It's kind of the 50-50 of it. That said, it's Sam Darnold. There's a reason he lost his job. There's a reason they had to get rid of the fucking Baker Mayfield for him to start seeing snaps again. There's a reason for all that. And I, we can do the, but the Lions against bad quarterbacks, you know what we do. We just fucking played one. We just played Sam Darnold from two years later. later. Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold, same fucking guy. They can run around. They got good arm strength. They got benched. They're not very good. Same dude. They're both in their 20s. That's it. They're blonde. Same fucking guy. We just did it to Zach Wilson. Let's do it again. DJ Moore's good. Yes. Would like to do a better job than we did against Garrett Wilson and Justin Jefferson. Yes. But we're going to rush the quarterback. We're going to get after Sam Darnold. This guy, it's the same dude who said he was seeing ghosts. We're going to be in his fucking face. James Houston, Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive line, we're not going to let them run the ball. We're going to say, hey, Sam Darnold, you got to do this thing on your own, pal. And you're not good enough to do that thing on your own, especially when we can rush for and get some pressure on you, make you move your feet a little bit, make you start taking your eyes off the receivers and looking at the guys in front of you. Give me that all day. I feel great about that. And the Panthers' defense is pretty good. It's not the Jets' defense. We've got things to improve on, and I think we will improve on them. I think they'll we'll run the ball more effectively against Carolina, which I think in turn will open up the play-action game more, which obviously leads to more passing production, which will end up leading to more points. I think the, the offense will get back on track. I think we'll hang up 30-plus on these guys. I do. And I think the defense will do a fine job, 17, 21, something like that. We'll get after Darnold. Yes, they'll score some points. DJ Moore is a good fucking player. Sam Darnold, I just said it, can make some plays. Yeah, we'll give up a couple points. That's how the game works. It's okay. We'll score more than they do. At the end of the day, we'll have more points than they do. Michael Badgley's starting to come along. Granted, I don't know much about Carolina's kicking game, but I like ours at the moment, right? He gets the chip shots through. That's all you need. Anything 45 below, Michael Badgley, he's the man for the job. I'll take that shit, Mike. That's an upgrade from what we've seen the last year or two. And, yeah, I get, oh, it's on the road. Look, I know Detroit's fucking freezing right now. I know. But we play in a dome. We had to go to the Meadowlands where it was cold. It was windy last week. We're not used to that shit. Charlotte, North Carolina, eh, it might be a little chilly for Charlotte. It's not going to be like it was at the Meadowlands. It's not going to be that bad. might be a little chilly. I know there's a cold front coming through. Eh, It won't be like the Meadowlands Saturday. And they're a warm weather team regardless. Even if it is cold, they don't play in that shit either. Sam Darnold went to USC, bro. I guess he played with the Jets. Fuck, that that hurts me. That I just thought about that. That hurts me a little bit. So he's a little used to the cold, but nobody else is. DJ Moore, you can't catch a ball when it's under 50. Are you kidding me? Come on. He probably went to school like Minnesota or something. Um, I just, I'm of the belief that 
A, we didn't come this far to lose now. Not to the Carolina Panthers, at least. Right? I'll be more nervous for the Bears at home next weekend, and I'll definitely be more nervous for the Packers at Lambeau the weekend after that. For sure. But look, it's Saturday. It's going to be a Christmas Eve game. I don't know how many games are being played on Christmas, but I assume they stagger it like Thanksgiving. So this will be the only game on at the time. At least I hope that's the case. The eyes of the nation will be upon us. The eyes of Detroit will be upon us. These guys aren't going to lose the North Carolina Panthers. After everything that's happened up to this point, they know they're the better team. They are the better team. Our game plan will be better than theirs. Our pass rush will be better than theirs. Our offensive line will be better than theirs. Our quarterback play will be better than theirs. Our wide receivers are better than theirs. We'll be the better team. But we didn't come this far to lose now. Above all of that. Number two. Anybody, I don't care who they are. Anybody doing the same old Lions routine. Because if you're going into this game going, we're going to lose to the Panthers, you're doing the same old Lions routine. You're being a bummer. That That's the definition of some same old Lions bullshit. If your mentality going into Carolina is, oh, fuck, we're going to lose, you're doing some same old Lions shit. If we were playing the goddamn Eagles in Philly and you were doing that, same old Lions bullshit. And anybody doing the SOL routine is full of it. There's nobody that actually believes that. And if they do, they're the worst. We don't need to worry about a thing that they say. If anybody actually is sitting there in their heart of hearts <clears throat> going, the Lions are fucked Saturday. They're the worst. We don't need that shit in our lives. And anybody else doing it is just, I don't know, fucking poking the bear, I guess. Being the contrarian. Because they don't actually believe that. How could you? How could you right now? We're six and one in the last seven. We're beating good teams far better than the Panthers. How could you? This, this run since that Bills game and even going into the Bills game, you guys know how I felt. I thought we fucking had it. I thought that was going to be the first step. Turned out to be Minnesota after that, but I thought that Bills game was going to be the one where it was like, here we fucking go. We're here. This is real. Buckle up, dude, because the Lions, we still got a shot, and we want it. We know we can beat every single one of you you put in front of us. We're going to fucking do it. I thought the Bills was going to be that day, and it wasn't. But this run, since then, the Lions, you, you, there's not a moment in time, honestly. Maybe 2013 going into that Cowboys game where you could feel better about the Detroit Lions than right now. There is no better time. Because even when we were losing, a lot of us were saying, fuck, I don't, I mean, we score so many points. How are we losing these games? Even if our defense, we don't need it to be. I said, listen. If our defense just wasn't the worst, if it was like third worst, we'd be four and three through the first seven. They just can't be the absolute worst. And they've gone to like the middle of the pack about in the last seven. As long as they do that and the pass rush alone, dude, I tweeted about it today with Michigan State, and I'll talk about that later. I think I talked about it last week on the State of the State. 
the pass rush alone will elevate your defense remarkably. You get to the quarterback, you make a move, you make him uncomfortable, you make him throw the ball before he wants to off his back foot, all that shit. Dude, I fine, you don't need the best secondary. You don't need the best defensive coordinator. If you can do that, your defense is going to be all right. And our offense is good. We will run the ball. I know we didn't do a great job of it against the Jets. Fuck. Shit happens. You don't have it every week. We will run the ball. I have all the confidence in the world. That's the other thing. I have all the confidence in the world that this team bounces back, that this team realizes, hey, I know we won that, but that wasn't our best. We got to be better. If we want to finish off these last three and make a playoff, we got to be better. I have the utmost confidence that this team, even though they won last week, is going to bounce back and be better. This offense is going to be better. This offense doesn't accept what they put forth last week against the Jets. They're not okay with that, and they will improve. They're going to be that much more fired up to do so. I have the utmost confidence. This time right now for the Detroit Lions honestly feels kind of unprecedented because all those years where we started off one and six, we're losing, we're losing. They ended with us losing. Even last year, we won two games in the last half, and it was like, oh, shit, we're building some momentum. Or we won three. We were 0-9, and, and then we won three, and it was like, oh, shit, that was kind of a good – we're snowballing a little bit. We won three fucking games, and we were like, hey, that was not bad. Come on. Come on. We just went 6-1. and one. Since the midway point. We're going to beat the Panthers Saturday. It's going to be Christmas Eve. We're all going to wake up Christmas morning. Presents and the Lions win. And there's more football on. Let's fucking go. We're going to feel great. We're going to be 8-7. and And we're going to be having the Chicago Bears on New Year's Day at Ford Field. Tickets already are $200 plus. Ford Field is going to crumble to the goddamn ground. 8-7, and playoff spot on the line. The Chicago Bears, hopefully they've shut Justin Fields down by that point. We are going to smell blood in the goddamn water. You won't be able to hold back the city of Detroit come New Year's Day. All right, folks, tomorrow, all right, we're going to do two more pods this week. Tomorrow, we're going to round up the rest of the city and the state. We'll talk some Michigan recruiting. We'll talk some Michigan State recruiting. We'll talk some Red Wings. They fucking, they'll have played the Lightning, so maybe it'll be a little bit more cheery, but the way it's going since the last time I talked about them, it's not gotten any better. It has not gotten any better, so we'll talk about all that. And then the following day, the Friday, We'll do a little Christmas extravaganza. Nothing crazy, but I'm going to do a pod and probably not talk any sports. Just talk Christmas, talk the last year, talk about you guys, talk about, I don't know, me, I guess. Talk about what I want to do. I don't I don't really know, but we'll just chat. It'll be no sports, just kind of hanging out, maybe 20, 30 minutes. So we'll see. Anyways, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody, all you Michigan fans, even if you dislike me. I appreciate everybody who supported the Victor's design at the secondstring.com. Off sale now, but it went really well. The support was inc- incredible. I'm glad people liked it. I know I'm an MSU guy, and I don't like Michigan, and we squabble. But like I've said a thousand times, I want to try and make this my full-time job, and I also love making shirts. I love making shit that people like. Now, the talking's one thing, I guess. I don't know if I think of it as making something, but I like making the art that resonates with people. It catches their eye. I like when people come back and say, dude, that's my favorite sweatshirt. I get comments on it every time I wear it. I I don't know. I like hearing that. It feels good. So I'm glad people fuck with it. I really am. It, it warms my heart. It warms my heart. Honestly, probably the shirts more than the pod. When I get a 
dude, you make some cool stuff. Like those designs are nice. I hits a little bit harder than hey, the podcast is funny. I appreciate them both, but I really do appreciate the people who spend their money um, to support the brand. It means a lot. Anyways, folks, hope you have a wonderful day. Hope your week's off to a good start. It's Christmas. Cheer up. If you're not in the best mood, smile, hug your parents. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Oops. Oops.